Hi, cuties. Welcome back to The Royal Diaries, a fashion podcast by yours truly, Ginger Nichelle, who talks all things fashion, fashion design, fashion entrepreneurship, glam life of fashion, and some straight talk, candid talk, fashion tea, all of those things uh, we are going to talk about on this podcast. Today, our podcast is about finding your niche market and finding your inspiration for your brand. This is actually a really unique question that I get just from friends or people that are interested in having their fashion brand. I get this question of where do I find my inspiration? How do I figure out what my market is, what my niche market is? How, how did I come to that conclusion? So Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about those items and we're going to be talking about where you can get this information um, or give you some ideas of where to pull this information from. So first, we're going to talk about finding your inspiration. And I think this is probably important to do while you're still figuring out who you are as a brand, who you want to be as a brand, who your target market is. This will kind of help you figure that out. It will open you up to really who you are as a designer, where you want to be as a designer. You don't have to feel like, you know, once you decide what your inspiration is, what your niche is, you stick to that because, you know, maybe you decide in the beginning you want to do nothing but evening gowns and that's your favorite thing. But then you do a complete switch and maybe you just, um, you know, do swimwear or you do menswear or something like that. So you don't want to feel like you have to be committed to your niche the entire time you are your brand. Obviously, you're going to grow as a designer, really get your looks down. But as a starting point, you do want to have some kind of idea of who you are as a designer um, and what your inspiration is. So how to help you find inspiration, you can think about what are some of your hobbies? (laughs) You know, that's one of the easiest ways to kind of think about um, who you are as a designer. For example, uh, one of my hobbies is cosplay. So I cosplay a lot. I go to conventions, anime conventions, San Diego Comic-Con and other comic book conventions, things like that. So a lot of my inspiration is from the art of dressing up, the art of being someone else, putting on a wig, putting on makeup, being a completely different person for, you know, a few hours or a couple days. Um, So that's where I pull one of my hobbies from. If you are into, you know, maybe basketball or tennis or soccer or football or any type of sports, you know, maybe you can think about doing clothing that's for sports teams or for, you know, what they would wear when they're warming up or what would they wear after the game. Uh, Maybe that's kind of where you can start pulling your inspiration from. Or, you know, it might even just be, you know, what they wear when they are doing their professional sports, if you watch professional sporting, let's just say, if you're watching professional basketball or baseball or football and what they wear, maybe there's an element or some elements for what they are required to wear as a professional athlete that you can translate into your clothing as well. So that's also possible. (laughs) Uh, You can also think about 
who your favorite designers are. Um, this also very much determines who you are as a designer because a lot of times you can get inspired by other designers. Not necessarily you're copying them. It's just you're inspired because you like the way they did a certain sleeve or they pleated something a certain way or the way they wrapped the skirts or the way that something looks so effortless. But, you know, you know that it would took a lot of time and and handwork to make. So think about your, you know, your favorite designers and why they are your favorite designers. Um, you know, one of the designers that I'm really inspired by that I talk about a lot is Betsy Johnson. She's very unapologetically her, um, you know, mixing prints, mixing, you know, florals with skulls. She has kind of a cute princess look, but also edgy rocker kind of esque. So I enjoy her and her looks that she creates. I enjoy her energy of just being this older lady that um, does cartwheels down the runway. I love it. You know, she uses pink a lot as well. Surprise, surprise, why she's one of my favorites. But, you know, I'm really inspired by her and just her brand in general is just very likable to me um, because I kind of design those same type of looks. Um, You can also think about maybe what's your favorite era? Do you love the 1920s? Do you like the Victorian era? you like this futuristic era that you what you think the future will be that type of deal you know do you like the 60s or the 70s or do you like 80s 90s hip-hop and that kind of look with the big jackets the puffy coats you know those type of things you want to really think about eras think about what you like because each era has a certain silhouette, a certain signature look that really made the era what it was. So you can look at that and start pulling this type of silhouettes and the type of designer that you want to be. So looking at different eras is a really, really easy way to decide uh, who you are as a designer who you are going to be designing for and the type of people you're going to be designing for, whatever it is, you have that option um, and it's already there for you. There's already a market for pretty much any era I feel like that we've had, you know, in this world, there's probably a market for it because there are certain eras that people just love. For example, when I was, I think in like middle school-ish, I loved... 70s like that's what I really was into I loved you know wearing bell bottoms and everything with a peace sign and flower power I was all about that for some reason um in middle school so my my parents always said oh I think you were born in the wrong era you should have probably been born in the 70s but I'm a 90s baby so you know (laughs) so you definitely want to consider an era you know that's it's a very good starting point for you You can also think about the type of patterns that you are drawn to. Are you drawn to florals, polka dots, stripes, abstract prints, clean lines, no prints at all? Think about that as well, because that'll definitely help decide and help you figure out what you want your 
brand to be, what you want your aesthetic to be, how you want to tell your story. Because some people tell it in print, some people tell it in abstract print, some people just tell it in colors or no colors at all. I have um, a designer friend that he does everything pretty much in black and white because he is going to go completely colorblind at some point in his life. I think it's just something that's hereditary. So he's going to go colorblind at some point in his life. So for him, like he makes everything pretty much black and white, photographs everything black and white, keeps it very black and white because that's the world he's going to see. And it's his way of showing people that you can still have beauty, even if there is no color you know, you're seeing everything is black and white, you can still see the beauty from within. So it's just another example of how you can use colors or prints or lack thereof um, to really help define, you know, who you are as a brand. Another really good way to help kind of figure out who you are as a brand is your favorite music artist. Who do you love listening to? What kind of vibe are you going for when you listen to music? You know, um, for me, like when I'm designing or working or sewing, I like to listen to lo-fi hip hop or meditation music sometimes even just to kind of get some creative juices flowing. Uh, I also like listening to sad girl R&B music. <laughs> so the Ashanti, the Casey Jojo, the Boys to Men, the Jagged Edge, you know, um, Black Street, like I like listening to them, um, which is not anything that has to do anything with my clothing, but it does get my creative juices flowing when I'm listening to my favorite type of music. Um, if you have, you know, any alternative kind of music you listen to or indie music that you listen to, you know, maybe you want to think about, you know, what you would design for the artist to wear, and then after that, maybe not just the artists, but maybe the people in the audience, like what would they be wearing to go see this artist? You know, what would be something that they would wear that so the artist calls them on stage, you know? So think about that as well. Um, the music could be the mood of your clothes, or it could be something that just kind of brings out who you are just because you get inspired by somebody else's art. And, you know, with that being said, you can go to museums and look at paintings, look at different art from the different eras. I think it's a really easy and great way for you to get inspired by other people and their art and what they're doing. So definitely consider your music artists, your painters, anybody else that does anything artistic. You can, if you're watching them or seeing them do it or seeing their art in whatever um, medium it may be. And that is another great way for you to get inspired. So now I'm going to talk about finding your niche. I believe that these parts kind of go together or can kind of be fixated together in such a way. Um, because once you know who you are as a designer, you can start thinking about who you're going to sell to, who is your niche market, all of those things. So I will say that finding your niche does come with time. Like I said, with finding who you are as a designer, that comes with time. You can't really rush it. Like I said, you might 
start out being like, hey, I want to design evening wear, but you might end up making um, swimwear. <laughs> you know, I know for myself when before I went to school, I wanted to do evening wear. That was like what I wanted to do. Got into school and I was like, well, maybe kids wear. And then I was like, well, maybe swimwear. Um, well, maybe costumes. Well, so I changed a lot while I was in school for five years, um, trying to decide what I wanted to do. But I tried out different things while I was there. I was like, okay, well, let me make evening gowns because that's like, let me make some swimwear. Let me make a tailored jacket. See if I like doing that. I didn't, but <laughs> but I can at least see and understand what I'm doing. So it helped me decide what I do like to do. And um, I can go from there. You may want to think about that you could possibly cater to people who can't buy their clothes in a, a regular store. You know, maybe they're really tall and finding pants with certain inseams are very difficult. Maybe they are plus size, but the type of plus size that they are, they can't really find in a store because it's not the style that they want. They want cute clothes and everything and plus size to them looks like a muumuu in the store. So, you know, um, you can think about that, um, what they would wear. Um, you can think about uh, other niche markets where maybe you wouldn't even consider, but maybe something like drag queens or lady wrestlers or male wrestlers that they all need performance looks. Um, people that work in you know, something like Cirque du Soleil or some kind of performance art, you know, maybe you can do that, like aerialists and things of that nature. You know, there's also um, the transgender community, um, because I, I learned this from someone um, when we were having a talk about clothing for people who are transgender. They usually can find clothing for before or after their transition, but not the middle part of their transition so they would love there for there to be a section just for that the people that choose to transition so I didn't even think about that but that it was a really good point I would say um you know definitely consider that you can look to markets that maybe you didn't consider but you're like hey well you know I love watching drag queens perform and things like that you know maybe I can make some items for drag queens and maybe it's not full looks but you know hey a drag queen always needs a place to put their tips so I made this belt or I made this bra that can hold money and there's a pocket here or there's something I don't know um <laughs> but maybe there is something that a person needs but they can't find that in the store and they always end up having to throw something together but hey now you're actually making it and you got it for them you know that's also a possibility as well. So just think about those things um, when you are trying to create your niche market. Think about any subculture that you're a part of. Like I said, I'm part of the cosplay community. So for me, a lot of my inspiration and what I believe is my niche market is the people that love dressing up, the people that are comfortable putting on wigs and looking into Japanese culture and Harajuku fashion and that style of clothing. So they're not afraid to wear a colorful wig outside because they go to conventions and they dress up and there's somebody else and they wear colorful wigs. 
several times a year as uh, cosplayers. So when they're in my clothes, if they're going to throw on a pink wig, they're not even, they're not even going to think twice about it. Or if they have their hair or their hair's already dyed, uh, colors, all the colors, the rainbows. They really don't even care about, you know, having colorful hair or their hair matching their outfit because that's how they do it anyway. <laughs> so I, I really hope uh, this podcast was very informative for you. I hope it helps find who you are as a designer coming up with inspiration, who your niche market is, all of those things. Um, and like I said, it, everything takes time. It's not going to be an overnight discovery, I guess is my thing. It's not going to be overnight. Um, it will take time and you will probably change and grow as a designer. And that's fine. You can totally rebrand. You can keep, you know, elements to maybe who you thought you were, or maybe who you, what you liked, but then just add on to it. Um, I know for me, for example, you know, L Royalty Clothing, I came up with that name because I wanted to do Lolita. So the L in L Royalty is, stands for Lolita. Um, and at the time when I came up with it, I was really into Lolita wear and I wanted to make Lolita style clothing. Uh, but once I really started doing research and looking into it, and there's really a lot of rules and um, certain things that you have to have when you're making these Lolita coordinates, which I didn't want to stay inside the lines. I really wanted to take elements from it and expand on it. So I rebranded slightly, just abbreviated the Lolita and put L Royalty Clothing and, you know, and it worked, you know, I mean, it works for me and, and I still have certain things that I love about Lolita, the frills, the, the ruffles. Um, there's a lot of things that are really cute and I enjoy, but there's also things that I'm just going to not stick to the rules. So, but it worked for me. And I think it could work for someone else. So if you know somebody that um, is having trouble trying to figure out who they are as a designer, uh, how they can find their niche, how they can figure out who their target is, you know, send them this podcast. Send them this one or one of my other uh, podcast episodes. Send them this channel uh, just so that, you know, it might spark something within them. They might understand. They might figure out who they are. <laughs> So thank you once again for listening to my podcast. I am Ginger Nichelle of L Royalty Clothing. Uh, this is the Royal Diaries podcast. And you can find me online on all the internets um, under the name L Royalty Clothing. So feel free to look for me anywhere <laughs> under that. I also have a YouTube channel. Uh, you can check out my website, lroyaltyclothing.com. And you can check out all my other social media fun um, <laughs> so feel free to um, like and subscribe this whole uh, podcast channel. I would really love that for the algorithm. But until next time, stay cute and stay unique. Bye.